Alright, this is MMD here for chapter 4 of Steel Like an Artist. This is Yo, it's literature. I'm sorry, Yo, it's lit literature. I'm your host, MMD. This week's chapter is called Step Away from the Screen. And um, I'm trying to step away from the screen right now, but I'm a little out of sorts in that I have to keep restarting this thing because my dog has lost her one, one beloved toy again. For a dog that loves her, her things so much, she'll fight with over them. She leaves it everywhere. Anyways, this week's chapter is called Step Away From The Screen. And it's all about getting away from digital technology. Um, it's my one true issue about this chapter, which is just as short as the last one. They're starting to get shorter and shorter in terms of adopting Steel Like an Artist entirely as a creative framework for podcasting because it doesn't really it's not as effective for digital media creative media creation it's more geared towards writing and painting and sculpting and those things where one can make things by hand um my creative process begins pretty much with a CD or or something and then ends at the PC always uh, it's only enhanced by being in front of a screen a lot of the times when I make something it's based on whatever I've consumed and digested and cataloged for later. Uh, looking for the right, like the right time. This is why I like Steel Like an Artist because it is very attuned to me as a artist. However, this chapter, not so much. Tilly, that's not where your ball is. Get back here. Where's your ball? Let's go back over the bridge. Where's your ball? Come on. Sorry. This knucklehead has just completely lost her stuff. And with the amount of snow that's on the ground that I'm trying to capture with this recording that's away from a screen, but yet at the same time is with in front of a screen. I'm using my, my 3D headphones, which I can only use with my iPhone. So still with a screen, I feel like somebody from Star Trek holding a tricorder in front of them. But it's all about creating 
a, a analog digital space to create. The, the artist, the author likes to make, Austin Cleon likes to make uh, redacted poetry and write books and, and his creative process begins with an analog desk and then he has a separate digital desk for fine tuning, for polishing, for um, after the initial creation is started, he moves to this digital desk. And he acknowledges the the benefit of digital technology in that step, but he's very much a proponent of getting out from behind the screen to bolster creativity. I think that's one of the benefits of Yo, It's Lit Urature is it's mostly outdoor recordings. There's a benefit to getting outside. I have had my greatest successes I've found in fine-tuning my mobile recording solution. <sighs> no! You fucker! Did it just... Oh, I got the low power warning. <sighs> Anyways. Oh, I'm worried. Five. About 5.53 mark. About. But yes. Most of my, and most of like things like podcasting is you're gonna be at the computer. Mr. Adam Greatrix. I think he makes his on some sort of uh, 1970s uh, tube space supercomputer that spits out all of the these perfectly well edited 3 minute and 33 second pieces of art. I am not able to replicate. But yes. And I know some of you out there will use more antique recording solutions, but that's not who I am. I don't even use a regular camera. I have one. I just don't use, I find it terribly inefficient and I kind of like just to, to do, not figure out how to do before doing and then be kind of okay at it until you learn a real mastery of the art form. That stumbling block there is where I usually lose interest in a thing.
Anyways, we're at 13%. Other than his ridiculous two disc, two disc, two desk idea, um, it's all about just how movement creates or enhances or create or it basically starts the creative juices it gets them going somehow when you're able to move you're able to think while not uh, just banging your head against the problem head-on think that's the case I'm going to try and include some movement in this episode some movement sounds I guess I'm gonna say Chile is pretty much for sure lost her ball I'm gonna call this one an episode This is chapter four of Steal Like an Artist. I've been in MMD. Get moving. Oh, hello there, and welcome back to the studio. Um, I just wanted to go over the notes that I had from chapter four of Steal Like an Artist. So we've already covered the, the first note of stepping away from the screen and the different desks most of the meat of the chapter, but I just wanted to just touch base with some of the actual insights I got and I wrote down. So on the second page of the chapter, it says, you need to find a way to bring your body into your work. Our nerves aren't a one-way street. Our bodies can tell our brains as much as our brains can tell our bodies. You know the phrase, going through the motions? That's what's so great about creative work. If we just start going through the motions, if we strum a guitar or shuffle sticky notes around a conference table or start kneading clay, the motion kickstarts our brain to thinking. In fact, most of the garbage cast or my experience in personal audio blogging or podcasting in general is all about how to incorporate movement in place into how I, re how I record. Now, I mean, you can make your recordings done in any environment, really. You could make it sound like this. But at the end of the day, how are you going to incorporate place especially movement, because movement generates noise into your audio recording. I find it's very easy to make environment and background and especially movement because you create wind noise and you also create movement noise and there's also your breath if you're walking a great amount of distance. And all of that creates 
problems, or at least difficulties when it comes to editing the file. Now, all that being said, you're going to be trying to do the, all of that as well as control your nervous nervous habits or ticks things like ums you knows and likes so you have all that to contend with so what are you going to do well if i refer to my my broadcast training they would say Just don't. So, if that being said, if you're going to actually incorporate audio of, of place and movement into it, how do you minimize the sound of your background? I just want to hit the sleep sound a little bit longer. Man, it's really nice. I wonder how loud it is in the background. Well, I mean, one thing you can do is just sound dampening. Um, for me, with the 3D audio headphones, I have little windscreens, but windscreens or foam or socks, any of that will help. On the processing end, if you use um, compression or I think it's a low pass filter or Let me see if that's correct. I, I, I usually don't do this in front of me. U.S. National Library of Medicine, National Institutes of Health. Effects of low-pass filtering on acoustic analysis of voice. Conclusion. To ensure the accuracy in acoustic voice analysis, setting the cutoff frequency of a low-pass filter at least one octave above the fundamental frequency, minimum of 300 hertz, is recommended. Nonlinear dynamic measures of correlation dimension or D2, and second-order entropy, K2, proved more robust and maintained accuracy at lower frequencies. What? That's not what I wanted at all.
Anyways, pretty sure it's a low pass filter. Because it's the reverse. low-pass filter is a filter that passes signals with a frequency lower than a certain cutoff frequency and attenuates signals with frequencies higher than the cutoff frequency. The exact frequency response of a filter depends on the filter design. A low-pass filter is the complement of a high-pass filter. That being said, with compression, with low pass, with high pass filters, you're going to have to sit there and listen to it over and over and dial it in to get the best sounding audio. Um, not everyone's going to agree on what that sounds like. You're going to have to just mix it and then try it on a bunch of sources and really just kind of figure that out because it's not gonna always work in the exact same way all the time. You can do things like noise reduction, but a lot of times that'll just strip out a lot of the background signals or sorry the the way the the noise filtering softwares usually are applied it's like an EQ where you're playing with sliders trying to um, hit the sweet spot but oftentimes if it does it automatically or in a user-friendly way, it'll strip way too much. It'll be way too aggressive and it'll make it sound very digital because the remaining frequencies aren't enough to carry uh, the full natural quality of the voice and portray that in your audio file. And that's what I'm saying here. I mean... Movement is, is one easy way to generate new ideas, but... If you're not getting the right sound, there's not much you can do. Um, you have to just wonder if it's worth keeping. If what you need to get across is important enough to your your topic, then I would say keep it, no matter what it sounds like. At worst, it 
you can put something, some audio file at the beginning and explain that there's going to be some sort of problem with the audio and most people will let it go. If they're really, if, if the per, if the audience is really committed to listening to what you have to say, they're going to listen no matter what. And if it's that important, they're going to tune in no matter what. But the other thing you have to consider is sometimes it's just not worth being recorded. Sometimes you're gonna have to be okay with letting things go because ultimately you're not doing it to make money, unless you are. And there should be a distinction in the, the level of, of quality. I mean, there's a lot of podcasts that people pay for that still sound not that great. But again, it just comes down to what the topic is and whether or not people are willing to listen. I'm of the school of record everything and then you can make a decision after the fact if it's worth uh, putting out. other note I've already covered and that's about it that's chapter 4 of Steal Like an Artist I'm hoping you're enjoying this rainforest sound so for stepping away from the screen chapter 4 of Austin Cleon Steal Like an Artist this has been the MMD and this has been another episode of Yo It's Lit Urature one of the ones in the can. Read it.
Yes, a heart will always go one step too far. Come the morning and the four corners I see. What the moral of the backstory could be. Come with me. Go places. Stay one day too long. Always hoping for the hot flashes to come. For the glue to dry on our new creation. Come with me. Go places. Somewhere and see that they are sex monkeys.